This episode of LAW Fear the Walking Dead Reviews brought to you by guys who watch porn in public on, on your phone or your tablet or your computers. Kudos to you, gentlemen, for being impatient and not caring at all what other people think. You really can't wait till you get home, can you? You just got to look at it on the subway. You don't give a shit if there's kids around. You're getting an erection. You don't have time to wait. God bless you, sir. God bless you. It's never a woman. Nope, never a woman. Always a man. Just, just men can't wait. We gotta look at it a you know? I'm sorry, women. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead review. Welcome to LRW Fear the Walking Dead review, episode 57. This episode's 210, Do Not Disturb. Can you imagine if I fucking talk like that the whole way? Anyway, this episode is 210, like I said. It's Do Not Disturb, so don't fuck with me, okay? Don't fucking disturb me when I'm doing this show. I sound like I'm yelling at my mom upstairs, like if I lived in my base, in my mom's basement and I was doing my podcast, which I'm sure 95% of podcasts are done. This one is not, however. Do you believe that? Because it's totally true. Okay, guys, so where we last left off, blah, 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 where we last left off, Madison and Victor were shit-faced drunk because they're fucking stupid people. Um, Alicia's upstairs watching the zombies fall off. She's looking for Ophelia, can't find her. Um, and I don't give a shit about Ophelia. She could be dead. You feel me, Ophelia? <laughs> uh, I seriously don't care about that character at all. Her whole family's dead, and she can fuck off now. Daniel was the only reason I cared about her at all. And now he's... Is Daniel dead? Did we decide that? Like, I couldn't I couldn't decide if they really killed him or not. Like, it seemed like it was kind of like this weird... Not hyper-reality, but this definitely didn't seem like it really happened. I, but I guess it did. I guess he's dead. Okay, moving on. This one starts off with a wedding at the hotel, which we kind of... I didn't talk about in the last episode of this, but they did show it in the show that there was a wedding set up. Um, and then the zombie outbreak invaded that. So this one, they show the wedding for Oscar and Jessica. They start to dance, do their little wedding dance. It's very sweet. And they look over, and they see Jessica's parents are debating something, like really intensely, not arguing, but like... Like, like, like really back and forth. And then uh, they bring up the, the father to dance with her, this Mr. Stowe. And then Mrs. Stowe tells the hotel lady, whose name is Al- Alina, which you find out later, but I just, I'm just going to say it now because you saw the episode. If you didn't, you're a fucking idiot. Listen to this. That, they, they, that She told them that they want to go leave for the U.S. because the border's closing because of this virus. And she wants to get her whole wedding party across the border. She wants to be on that side of it, obviously, because she's white. It's just probably what she was thinking. So Mr. Stowe has a fucking heart attack out of nowhere, which is so comically cliche to have a heart attack during your daughter's wedding. I don't know. Then he dies, obviously, and comes back and bites his fucking daughter's cheek off, which is brutal. And then Elena calls for an ambulance. She starts calling on the phone. You don't really know what she's calling. I guess I assumed it was an ambulance. Nobody answers. So she and Hector lock the doors of the banquet hall. Just lock it behind them and go, all right. And you can hear this chaos back there. And when you see the the room later, it did not go well. There's not like a wedding party and they're going, oh, that was fun. I didn't didn't even notice she locked us in here. Oh, my God. I mean, 
Once the bride and the bride's father died, we just had a ball. It is a ballroom, after all. We just had a laugh riot. I mean, it is a riot, after all. We just had like a an outbreak of oh, it is an outbreak. We just of, of hilarity. It was crazy in here, man. There's no chance of that fucking happening when you lock people being murdered into a room. There's so basically Elena murdered these people in a, in a way. They had a chance to escape, and she decided nope. And it, uh, there the double doors that lock that fold in. Uh, how do you describe these doors? I don't, I'm sure if I knew door terms, it'd be better. Like French doors. They're French doors. And she just locked them. And like, go over there and kick them, kind of. You don't even have to kick it that hard. They're fucking French doors. You just put your foot in the middle of it and they separate. Because they're fucking French doors and they meet in the middle. They, this is not a hard room to get out of in, what, in any way. The only way you would die in this room is if you were already dead. Like the, the bride is fucked. The, the, the father is dead. And other than that, it's just in the air. Because what a, who's going to stop you from going through the fucking door? You put your shoulder in there in a, in a, not even an aggressive hit would take it down. I just don't understand it. Anyway, Chris and Travis are talking. They finally see them. Travis's leg is injured. He looks, he's limping a lot. They find this, they find a car. They look over and Chris is like, hey, a store. I wonder if they have food there. And he's like, don't go. And then, you know, they have a little argument. And then Chris decides to go without him. And he's like, if I find anybody, I'll call for help. And he's like, all right. And he throws him a fucking tire iron, I think it was. Chris goes off um, while Travis starts the car. Chris steals some food and water from some guys. You can hear him talking. doesn't give a shit. And he sets down his um, lug nut wrench thing really loudly. He's fucking stupid. He kills a zombie, and then the guys run out, and then the zombie starts to attack him, and he kills the zombie so he doesn't kill the guy. He saves the guy's life is basically what I'm saying. You know, it's one of those situations where if he wasn't there, he wouldn't have been attacked by the zombie. But, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, Travis, he runs back to the car, and he's like, we got to go, we got to go, and they leave. Um, they show a scene of Travis teaching Chris to drive, because why the fuck not? And it reminded me of, like, the road. If you've seen the – I don't like the road, but I appreciate what it was in a certain way. Like, it was a guy who I, – I don't like it when they torture – spoiler alert for the road. Skip forward 15 seconds if you want. Hit the 15-second button starting right now. I don't like it when they just torture the guy and then kill him. They need to go somewhere with it. So I like that he teaches his son how to survive this world. I like that. I like the aspect of it. That's the only part I really liked about that movie. And welcome back. So Alicia starts off or is staring out of people, out of the people in her hotel room which, where we last saw her. And she's doing this weird carve in the door with a knife for every zombie that walks by. But she's doing X's instead of like a tally mark. And I'm like, you got to like really look. I think she's doing that so she doesn't have to stare at it that long. Because you really got to, like, was that four or three? I guess I did the cross one now. That's five. Okay, moving on. I, I think she's doing it just out of ease. So she doesn't have to keep staring out the window. I get it. Other people, I get it. But it was really hard to count, you know? Because I'm like, 20, 10, 20. Oh, those are two. Okay, those are, two, those are by twos. That's weird. <coughs> anyway, the um, we cut back to, oh, no, sorry. While she's doing this, one. One of the zombies is like, bah, and just staring back at her through the peephole. I'm like, what the fuck is that for? That was just a jump scare? This show should be better than a jump scare. And, and I don't just mean a jump scare like a character is caught off guard, but this is a nonsensical one. Why would the zombie look back through a peephole? 
Why would it be staring there at the door? It's they all go off noises and they're all they showed the rest of them. They're all like, eh, and they walk down the hallway. And this one's like, hey, I'm gonna look back at you for no fucking reason. Does he do that at every door? Is he going door to door and be like, ah, if there's someone in there, they'll be scared. But I'll never know because they're on the other side of a door and they just have to not open it. And then I'll and that's why I'll never know. And then he just walks on and like six or seven doors down. He's like, this is stupid. What am I doing with my life? Brains. Uh. All right, moving on. I don't, it's just stupid. I didn't like that. I didn't care for it at all. I mean, it's one of those things where you're like, it was cool looking, but it made no sense. But whatever. So Chris is driving and he wants to hit a zombie on the road. It's, it's nighttime. And he's like, I want to hit it. I better not. He looks at his dad. He's like, yeah, I better not. And then his dad wakes up and sees it. And they both kind of are like, yeah, he didn't hit the zombie with the car. They're both like fucking marvel about him getting better. Like, he's not a psychopath anymore. He didn't take out the zombie with a car. That's amazing. My son is all better. And he's like, I'm a pretty good driver. This is pretty easy. And he's like, you haven't parallel parked at three-point turned yet. He's like, Dad, it's gone. He's like, it'll all go back to normal. He's like, Travis is in super denial mode about fucking everything. It's kind of amazing. The car runs out of gas because that's what cars do. And they can't show. I noticed in TV shows and stuff, you can never see a new car run out of gas because that, that car might be one of the sponsors. So it's always this old, like, clunker. That's just, It's always got to be, like, a 86 or, like, an 84 or even older. Like, it's got to be this boat of a car that has to run out of gas. Like, they can't just find, like, a fucking Prius and be like, here's our Prius, and it just runs for just a long time. They can't, or, or that runs out of gas and battery power and shit, and you're like, oh, and like no, it, it's got to be an old one because there's zero chance that that person is going to be advertising that car. So we got to show an old fucking car, but whatever. Uh, I guess. Maybe they're in Pooresville. Who fucking knows? Whatever. Travis wants to go to a house. His plan, his ultimate plan is to get to a house with elevation and a well for their water. And as I was watching this scene, I was like, are those fucking police sirens? I'm like, why are there cops? Did they not notice that there was uh, police sirens in the background of the shot? They should definitely re- record the, oh, it's mine. I have headphones on and it's in, it's in real life. It's in the city of Phoenix. I, I, I really was like, oh, you fucking, oh, I'm the dumb one. I'm real stupid. Like, it fooled me. It really did. I should have known better. Anyway, they're having a campfire, Travis and Chris, and they're, you know, talking about what they're going to do, and they're arguing because Chris is just, I almost agree with Chris more in a certain way. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Chris wants to go to the border, and then Travis is like, no, that's where people are. That's People are dangerous. I kind of, I get what both of them are saying. But at the same point, I don't get why Chris, I don't get why Travis just wants to survive. He wants to live, and that's it. That's all he cares about. He doesn't care about, like, we're fucking miserable. We can't do anything. I have you to talk to all day, and I fucking hate you. So what are we going to do? What are we doing here? He has no chance at a life, Chris. Travis has already lived enough of his life where he could coast out, you know? And Chris is just starting his, basically. He's, like, 17. The three guys from earlier show up at the fire, and then they all start bonding. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Alicia jumps onto the elevator cables to escape some zombies, and then I don't know why they knew what an elevator shaft was when they're zombies, because they were leaning over so they didn't fall in to the elevator, open elevator shaft, like in a soap opera. They were leaning over it and, like, trying to grab her. And I was like, they would just keep walking, right? 
I mean, they showed them before, and they just walked over the balcony. They just they just throw the fling themselves at whatever. They don't. The whole idea is that they don't have brains to know things like that. All they know is to eat, to the point where they don't even take care of themselves. They they let their feet turn into nubs and shit when they're walking, and this is their guts are hanging around, and like fucking bones are falling off. And that's all the fucking idea. They don't know anything because they don't know. They they can't know. So why the fuck were they leaning over this el- open elevator shaft, like, trying to grab her? They would just keep walking and fall immediately. And it was this, this stupid sense of elongating the suspense for no reason. It didn't really make any sense. And it was it ultimately led to that exact same thing happening anyway. So it would have been more sensical to just have them... And I hate nitpicking, but it really was like, why are they leaning? I was like watching it. I was like, why are they leaning? They don't know. Just, just show them walking, like, oh, uh, and then they almost grab her. Just have it that much closer of a, of a chase. Just a little bit closer of a chase where she didn't jump and then they go grab her. It's, it's, they're grabbing her and she clings at the last second and then they fall off her to the bottom. That would have been just the better, the better shot. And it would have made sense. But no, they went with this and it didn't either. Whatever. Um, she starts to climb up the elevator rope, ele- the cables, not rope. If you have an elevator held up by a rope, you're going to die because it's not going to hold it. Anyway, um, Elena helps her off, off the cables and we meet, we re-meet, I guess, Elena. The three guys that met up with Chris and Travis are like fucking party bros. They're partying in the Sea of Cortez, and they're just like, you know, this is, we just, you know, we call them wasted, man. You you took out some fucking wasted, bro. Like we call them wasted because we saw one, and he seemed like he was drunk, and he killed one of our bros. He literally says that. Um, they have Travis has to tell them that San Diego's gone, which is where they're from, and there's a bunch of scene, like dialogue here where they're just like bragging they want they want chris to brag because he seems like a badass because he took out two zombies fairly slowly really in reality and chris and travis is like i don't keep track of how many i've killed and chris goes i've killed 17 and like that's a that's a pretty hardy number bro and they decide to, to go drive together because they can't spare gas for him um elena thinks alicia is from the wedding party so she thinks uh <sighs> She thinks that she's after her. She thinks that she has her nephew, Hector. Um, and basically what they do, her and Hector do is they get the dead in the hallway and they contain him there. So that way they can move on and get supplies from different rooms. She's the one marking the rooms with the, the do not disturb signs. Hector is her nephew. Like I said, he went off to go get supplies and he never came back. So that's why she thinks Alicia's out there. If that was the case, I don't know why she saved her life. I don't, maybe she wanted to trade. Um... They re- she reveals that she has the keys, and that's what they want for Hector. Um, the keys to the hotel. Basically, she can go, you can go anywhere with those keys. Travis, they cut back to that, and Travis doesn't trust these guys. He thinks, Chris thinks his dad just wants to stay alive, basically, like I said earlier, and, and sit around until he's well enough for the family to forget all about you know him trying to, well, almost ready to murder them. He's like, it's not going to go away, Dad. Like They're not going to forget. Like He's basically saying, I'm not going to ever be able to go back. So we need to move on from that. He's basically saying he's trying to shove his dad away from him, and, and I, in a way, I, under, I understand. And he's going to have to do something drastic, and that ultimately does happen, and we'll get there. If you've you seen the episode, which you should have, you fucking know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? Um, Alicia leads him into the room, into the hotel room, all the zombies, and then she goes out in the patio, shuts the doors, and she's like, ah, safety. 
now they're just on the other side of this thin glass. And then uh, she waits for Elena to help her. And basically, they're throwing a rope over the over, between the rooms, and she would tie it on the one end and you know, skimmy, skimmy, what? Anyway, go across between the rooms. So basically, she's hanging out over nothing, but she's holding onto a rope or a fucking, what is that, a sheet? I don't remember what it was. Anyway, it's fine. She's plenty of room with her feet. She moves, and it's kind of scary, but only if you're, you're supposed to be hurrying. She's like kind of doing it slowly, and then the, the glass doors break, and then she almost falls to death because of that startled her. You you can't be that freaked out by everything in this world. You just can't. It's not it's not a it's not a way to live. You're gonna die if you're spooked and you scream at everything. You're fucking dead. You're just gonna die. That's just what's gonna happen to you. It's fine. Let's accept it. Okay, so she gets across the way. Blah blah blah. Who cares? In the reception hall, um, everything is broken. Just literally everything, and she's like, "Oh God!" Like she's she kind of realizes what you know what she did to these people, and she breaks down. She admits to locking everybody in there until help came, and she says she tried to contain the virus. And I kind of understand that, and I don't really blame her. Like I said, she killed them earlier, but she did. But also, she's thinking big picture, which is the better way to look at things. You know, you have to sacrifice some people. I get that. It didn't work, but she tried, I guess. I don't know. It's a, it's a lot to take on your own. The uh, the guys from earlier, Travis and them, they find a farm with a well, and Travis wants to stay there. If those other guys leave, Chris says they need a group, and then they proceed to chase some chickens in the barn, and they're like, oh, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, what's going on? These, these, are, these are children. Um Travis starts to look around. He sees some graves, and he's like, young kid, young kid, and mother. And he looks around doesn't see the other one. And the logical conclusion is that there's a husband who's alive, and he's like, oh, no. And he starts to realize, and he starts to run away to go get Chris. And I was like, that just means he's not buried yet. It means if he shot himself after he buried his entire fucking family, he's not going to get up as a zombie then bury himself. It just means there was nobody left alive to bury the last person. That's how it works. The only way you could do that is if you made your own grave and then shot yourself into it. I, am I wrong here? Am I because it doesn't mean he's alive. It just means he's not in a grave because he's the last. He's the guy making the graves. Is what I'm saying. He, you can't. No, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. You can't bury yourself. Anyway, Alicia and Elena. There's so many names here that is blend together, run into a wedding party, into the wedding, into the wedding party, so the mom, the missus, whatever her name was, I forgot already, and the groom and the mother of the bride are alive, basically, they have Hector hostage, Elena exchanges the keys for Hector, they grab Hector and they duck behind a door, Alicia opens it and lets the zombies out, and then the, the, the wedding party runs off, they go and they look for Madison in that room, and then they do this awesome slow motion shot of a blonde zombie turning around, she had like a plaid shirt on. And it was not Madison. And then Elena fucking kills it. And you don't see what happened to her yet. And then, let's see. Back in the barn, the dad, you assume he's a dad. He could have just been a guy. He didn't even have to be that guy. That guy could still be dead. And this could just be another guy. You don't know. That's what I'm saying. You assume. And I get storytelling. That's fine. But it doesn't matter. The guy has a gun pointed at these, these kids in his barn. He's like yelling Spanish. I don't know what he's saying, but he's like basically sounds like he's like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing here? Or something like that. 
Um, there's a tense moment where they're all sitting there like, okay, 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 we're not going to... And then Travis is like, oh, it's okay, sir. Just go, let's all calm down. It's all calm down. And then Chris fucking shoots him in the shoulder or something like that. Shoot, shoot, look like the shoulder. And then cut back to Alicia, Elena, and Hector. They run up some stairs, and then the doors open, and then Madison and Victor pulls them in, and it's a bathroom. And they do this slow-motion shot of Madison sitting down, and it seemed like she was bitten. I... I haven't seen the next episode, although it is out. Uh, Pablo and Jessica, episode 211. I haven't watched it yet. Um, but it seemed like she's bitten. It just seemed like uh, she seems too worried. But they also did that same, the similar shot with the the false, the the zombie downstairs that looked like Madison, but that wasn't. They did the same thing. So maybe they're just doing the, you know, getting you to bite. Ha, ha, zombie pun. They're getting you to bite in, in their story of like, oh, maybe she's bitten because it's the end of the episode. Uh, I love this section with Travis and Chris because it cuts back to them and Travis is sitting there like staring at the guy that's dying and he's just like looking at his son and his Chris takes his hand, goes to take his hand and pull him back up to his feet and Travis just looks at him and he's like, ah. he just kind of like, you realize he's like, oh, it's too late for Chris. Like this is the thing I was saying, he pushes him too far and then he's like, I got to go back to my family, it seems like he's saying. Um... He doesn't take his hand, obviously, and he just stares at this dying guy, and that's how it ends. And I'm like, this is what I was saying. I was really hoping they're creating a villain with Chris, and they're f- actually fucking doing it. And I'm definitely taking credit for that. They listen to this podcast, and they're like, yeah, we're doing that. We're doing it. And I, I got to say, this is a really good way to show that because it's not too far. He's not – He. it was a moment where it was like he could have shot him. He could have not shot him. He chose to shoot him. He didn't. He didn't go. I'm gonna murder a fucking child. <laughs> like step on a baby. He didn't do anything crazy, like evil. He was. He did something that was like on the border, on the fence. Bad. I mean, it was bad. But I mean, like it wasn't just fear, pure fucking vile. It was like in the moment, and it felt. It felt. It didn't feel forced. Is what I'm trying to say. So it it worked. It worked really well. I. I'm glad they're going this route. I really do like it. I like it a lot. I, I, I'm actually excited to watch Chris's scenes now. Travis, to me, they still write him in the most boring way, and I feel bad for the actor because I do like him a lot. But he doesn't. His character is just. I deny everything that's happening around me until blank, until I'm forced to admit it or deal with it. Like he did not deal with the Chris thing at all until he was forced to. When they found him with a fucking knife or gun or whatever the hell it was above their bed. He had to deal with it then. And he's not dealing with this Chris wanting to go on a, off on his own thing until he has to, which is right now. He's going to be like, ah, great, well, all right. I guess you're a psychopath now. All right. I don't agree with it. It's like a dad that found out his, a homophobic dad that found out his son is gay. It's like, you know, I don't agree with it, but I guess that's where we are now. <laughs> that's... 2016 America, what are you going to do? Uh, even though this is in Mexico. Anyway, so yeah, that's the end of this episode. Um, guys, I want you to do something for me. I want you to do something for me real bad. Go to your phone, and if you're listening to this on iTunes or whatever the fuck you're doing, go look up Satchel Podcast Player. You can download it. It's free. You can... The best thing about this, though, is all my shows are on there that you can find on iTunes, but this one you can donate. You can support us. You can actually help out the the podcast community, and you can literally just donate to the podcast you like, not the whole thing. 
You don't just donate to Satchel. You don't. You donate to us to the podcast you like. Um, it's it's a local thing. It's 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 all about you know just the lo- you support your local place. But if you don't, you know, if you're not from Phoenix, you don't have to support your local. You can support me too. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Also, we're on Stitcher and iTunes, obviously, and YouTube. YouTube.com slash LadyWonderland. Go to LIWstudios.com. Check out all the shows. We have like 11 fucking shows on there. Go check them out. They're all fun. Anyway, guys, I'm going to head out. So uh, until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. <laughs>